We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, starting the stream up, Sunday night, Knicks. This is another episode of Knicks Fan TV, the number one show for the fans by the fans. If you're a diehard Knicks fan who likes to talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post-game live analysis featuring live callers, hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Hope everybody out there is having a good weekend or had a good weekend. We are less than three days away from the start of Knicks basketball Knicks opening up against the Spurs in San Antonio this Wednesday night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And right now, we don't have a point guard. (laughs) Right now, we do not have a point guard in the rotation because uh, according to Coach Fisdale, he will not make an announcement until Wednesday night. Now, this is according to the New York Post, Zach Braziller. Uh, through Mark Berman of the Post. No point guard will be announced until Wednesday. Now, like, when I first heard that, I'm like, you know, Fizz is treating this like football. Like, you know, in a football, before, like, the big game, the big playoff game or the Super Bowl, and there's a star player that's injured, and the coach wants to keep it all tight to the vest. Like, you know, he doesn't want to reveal the depth chart. He doesn't want to reveal the injury report. You know, this is kind of like how Fizz is treating this, like, you know, do you need two more days? You know, just pick a guy, Fizz. We we all know that uh, it's it's gonna change anyway. Whether it's the point guard, whether it's the maybe even the center position. You know, we don't know if Bobby Portis. We saw Bobby get uh, get a start with with Julius. They want to open things up for Julius out in the open court. So maybe Mitch's start. You know, role in the starting lineup is is in flux. We'll see where, where they go with the with the small forward position. Is it going to be Kevin Knox? I, I still think it's going to be Marcus Morris to start it off. But it's all about the point guard, man. It's all about the point guard. The point guard is the straw that stirs the drink. So where are we going to go? That That's the main question. Where are we going to go? 
We saw that, um, and shout out, shout out to Tommy Beer. That's not the stat I was looking for. The three point guards between Alfred Payton, uh, Dennis Smith Jr., and Frank won a combined 14 from 58 from the field this preseason. 24% and 3 for 20 from downtown. So that uh, is, is what we're working with here. We all know these guys are flawed, man. We all know that these guys are flawed. Each guy brings a different skill set to the dance. And it's just a matter of who fits. Who fits the best with this lineup. We know for sure. We know the, the two mainstays in the lineup. We know it's going to be RJ at the two. That's no doubt about it. Young Rowan is, is here to stay. And we know that it, it, it's going to be Julius Randle at the four. So how does the rest of this lineup round out? Is, is left to be seen, right? Um, like I said, each guy brings brings his strengths. You know, Alfred Payton, we know that he can push the pace. He can get the offense going. We know that he is a floor general when he wants to be. Can he put it all together? Can he put it all together? You know, we, we saw in the, uh, in, in the Washington game, the first game, he played well. Second game, not so much. Uh, missed the third game and then came back in against the Pelicans. And, you know, he was decent. He was decent. Then we know Frank. Frank is going to bring that defense. He's going to bring the defense. He's going to pressure the ball from, from end point to end point. Now, the thing with Frank is, is that shot going to ever catch up? Is he ever going to be a threat on the offensive end? Not, not to, he doesn't have to be, uh, uh, you know, Baron Davis or Kyrie Irving out there, but at least, at the very least, if he gets the ball wide open in the elbow, because the defender's disrespecting his jumper. Is he going to make him pay? That's all you're asking for out of Frank and Alfred. We're not asking them to go out and score 25 and 10. But when you get the rock, can you, can you just you know get the, get the ball in the hole? And with DSJ, it's the same thing. With DSJ, you know, the, the jumper's not there. He, he, I saw somebody in the chat say he, he didn't look too healthy physically. He looks a little up and down. DSA looks a little bit up and down physically. So, listen, we're going to see what happens. I think it's all likely to change. What I do think is going to happen is I think they go DSA first. I think they go DSA first to give him. I think they give him the, 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 the best chance and then go from there. I would do it. Like I said, I, I point to the Porzingis trade. This is what your return on the Porzingis trade. They need to be invested in his success. Whether or not you think he's going to materialize into anything, maybe he's just going to be a, a inconsistent tweener. We don't know. But I'd like to see them invest in it first. If it doesn't work, then I'm going RJ Frank. That's where I'm going. I'm going DSJ first. I know it's not the best fit with RJ. If it doesn't work, I'm giving him a good sample size. All-star break. And then I'm going, I'm, I'm trying, I'm going somewhere else. I'll, I'll try to look at... R.J. and Frank. R.J. Frank tandem. You know what I mean? What, what do you guys think about that? DSJ first. R.J. Frank if it doesn't work out. Let me know what you guys think about it in the chat. Salute to everybody in the chat on this Sunday night. Let's see who's in here. Enzo's in here. Frank Matos, what's going on? The phone lines are up. I'll be taking calls tonight, too. I'm not going to stay on too long, but I'm going to be taking calls tonight as well. So call up. Call up. Let me know what you think about the point guard rotation and uh, the rest of the news that we're going to get into.
Uh, real quick, let me salute to Super Chat. Salute to Michael Parker, number one fan of the show. Salute to Michael Parker. Happy Sunday, man. My guy, Flashy. Appreciate Flashy. He donated $20 to the show. Appreciate the support. It says, keep up the good work, man. I, I appreciate that support, man. Salute to Scott Siobhan. What's going on, man? Enzo Taylor Haley. I uh, forgot, he's, he's not even a fan of the Knicks, but he, he's in here quite a bit supporting, so... Definitely appreciate that support. We got Chris Eftem, uh, shout out from Greece, a new country on the map. We haven't had anybody from Greece announce themselves as yet, so that's cool, man. Put your cities in the chat as well. Let's see where everybody else is checking in from. Salute to Chris checking in from Greece. What time is it in Greece right now? Gotta be late. Gotta be late, man. So yeah, so once again, the point guard rotation remains in flux. In other news regarding the point guard, remember that um, Frank Nilakina, his option, his team option, has to be um, the, a decision has to be made by October thirty first, Halloween. So, what's it going to be for Frank? Are they going to pick up the option, or are they going to decline it? Me personally, you guys have heard me say it. I'm consistent with it. There's no point in letting him walk. No point in in not picking up the option. We need perimeter defense. It needs to start with defense. All right? Whether whether he's starting or closing, there's a role for Frank on this team. And so I'm I'm willing to ride it through brick by brick. It is what it is. I want to see him out there in crunch time as a disruptor going after the best perimeter player on the other team. And in the NBA, I mean, look at every team. There's a killer on every team. You saw what he did to Trey Young. All right? You got Kyrie on Friday. You got Kemba on Saturday. On and on and on. I mean, I could go through every all 30 NBA teams. There's a role for, the, for Frank on this team. You just got to hope that the rest of the game picks up. And that's what the coach is for. That's what Fisdale and his crew are for. You heard Craig Robinson say that they have the secret sauce. So let's see what happens. Let, let's see what happens. So that that's my theory. I'm all I'm all in on Frank. I know you guys are down on him. I understand the reasons why. I'm not gonna hit. I'm not here to tell you that. Uh, you know, offensively he's great because he 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 has a lot of room to grow. But what I am telling you is, there's got to be a point where we start valuing defense on this team and start getting stops, especially. In crunch time. And so, whether he's starting, whether he's coming off the bench, he's a player that I would have to factor in finishing a game or in a crunch time situation in the fourth quarter where we where he's got to, you know, help us get some stops. Simma Singh, what's going on? CP the artist, appreciate it. Uh, L-I-B-J Rock checking in from Liberia. He says, keep Frank. Small time bacho from the Philippines. Salute to the Philippines. All the way on the east side of the world. Salute. Um, Samir says pick up Frank. Rico World says Frank to tank. <laughs> like I said, man, I, under, I understand the uh, the criticism, but that's just my take. We got to start with defense, man. We, 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 do, we do a lousy job guarding the perimeter, and we have done so for a long time. And, I, and I, we need to have that change. We need to have, have that change. Um, <laughs> Alpha, Alpha Cash is brick by brick is right. That's it, man. Listen, we we know he's, he he could build a he could build a nice house out there, but I I think that's part of his game that can be improved. 
you know, that's part of the, the game that can be improved. The rest, you, you can't teach the defensive instincts that he brings to the game. You, you just can't teach that. So, let's let's see what happens. Um, Z Genji says DSJ plays defense too. Yeah, when he's motivated. I think when he's motivated, DSJ has shown that um, uh, you know he can he can he can certainly bring that effort on the defensive end. So let's see, Adrian Colquhoun. Uh, uh, man, I just butchered your whole last name. Sorry, man. Welcome, Adrian, from Montreal, Canada. Beautiful city. I like going to Montreal. Very nice. I got to step up my French, step up my French game too. Will from L.I. in here says, congrats on 15K. Thank you, Will, and thank you, everybody who's been supporting us. We did hit 15K on Friday, and for that, we did a giveaway. We gave away um, two shirts from the Knicks Fan TV, the Nick of Time Show merchandise store. You can get yours in the links below. Uh, shout out to uh, Brett and shout out to uh, Louis Promisiero, who won the shirts um, what else? The jerseys came out. Did you guys see the jerseys? The new statement game, statement edition jerseys came out. And uh, they had a pretty cool, pretty cool uh, commercial for it. I'm going to play some of it. Dear New York, this is more than a jersey. It's a statement. A statement that we're the only team with New York across our chest. It's the hustle and the strength of this team. We'll wear it with pride. And defend it with toughness. And we won't back down. No matter what the challenge. Because we're not here to ball. We're here to battle. Statements only. We're in New York. New York forever. I'm all in my bag, it's hard as it get. I do not stop, but I, I might take a sip. I might hit us, but, but I'm liable to trip. I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish. I roll with some fiends. I love them to death. Yeah, I like these, man. I like these, man. I don't know. What, what do you guys think, man? Let me know in the chat. What do, what do you guys think? Some Somebody said they ordered theirs already, so I'm sure the Knicks would love to hear that. Thanks for the support. Um, What, what do you guys think about those jerseys, man? What, what do you guys think about those jerseys? I like them. I definitely like them. They're like a little bit. It seems like a. It's like a light navy blue. I like the trim. Um, I like the shorts. The trim around the shorts is like an orange, white, and blue around the shorts with the Knicks logo on there. And so, those are the statement game statement uh, edition jerseys. We're still waiting on the new city edition. The hat that I'm wearing is last year's City Edition um, line, and we're still waiting to see if that alternate if that alternate comes back. Let's see. Scotty says very Florida Gators esque. Yeah, it is. It is. It reminds me of the Florida Gators uniforms uh, mixed with a little bit of the Sixers uniforms. So, those those are the jerseys, and uh, yeah, dope commercial. I just hit, I saw the guy on Twitter who uh, who produced the video. Um, shout out him out. He did a good job. So let's see. Let's see what happens uh, when they come out with the other ones. Frank Mato says the jerseys are fire, but we still suck. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, it's not going to change the way they play, but uh, they'll, they'll certainly look good, win or lose. You know what I mean? Certainly look good, win or lose. Sir Rap1906 isn't feeling them. My guy Chuck D uh, hit me on Twitter. He, he said uh, 
They're okay, but he 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 likes the uh, the old lettering of the New York jersey. I, I I tend to agree too. The old lettering of the New York jersey was way better. I don't like how they switched up the design. They made it a little bit more cartoony. The old way that they had it, um, the the New York font was a lot better. So when they kind of changed it up, you know, you know the the one thing is with New York teams, whether it's the Knicks, whether it's the Yankees, Giants, you know, most of them they they keep it classic. They don't. They don't really tend to stray away from their classic design. So, you know that that that's just what you're gonna get. That's just what you want to get. I know a lot of you guys like the black, like them in black, or want them to come out in black. That that's always what you hear every year. You know, every year you see concepts, things like that, and and people always you know wish that they would come out with some black ones. I don't know. Uh, they got to be hearing it. So. Uh, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. And then considering considering the Nets wear black as their primary color, I don't know. I'm not sure if you're going to see it. Not too sure if you're going to see it. So, we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. I've uh, got about 300 people watching on fate on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Definitely appreciate the support. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Will from LI wants to kick it off. He wants to talk about the best lineup going forward. Will, how you feeling, bro? What's going on, TP? How's it going? Good, man. Happy um, Sunday, man. I want to f- Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. I want to first say uh, congrats on the 15K. Proud Thank of you. you. Thank you, you know, bro. Guys, keep, you know, keep it pushing. Yeah, man. Appreciate mm-hmm, the support, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I wasn't able to... Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to... Uh, I did catch the game, but I caught on DVR, so... And I saw the live stream right after, but great content as always. Okay, appreciate uh, it. But yeah, we gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about this lineup. You know, what's what's the best going forward? Yeah. And I definitely agree with your sentiments. Like, you know, DSJ has to be the starter. What with you know Frank coming as a backup? Because I yeah. think overall that should still give us the best going in terms of both offense and defense. And what I really liked about the preseason overall is that our second unit really could be our first unit. And it doesn't seem like Frank would be the type of guy to really worry about starting or not starting. So that's always good to see. The only thing is, like, when his contract expires and it's time to re-up, like, how much do you think, you know, yeah. Frank, a back, you know, a backup point guard that only plays defense is worth? You know, True. I mean, that's the only thing you got to think about. You hate to see that a lottery pick, you know, as Frank is ultimately – it's going to be our backup point guard, but to have a backup point guard that plays defense, I think it's great. So, you know, I'm really good with that. Peyton, I really could see him on that third string. I really don't care if I'm going to get any minutes at all, maybe right. only for, like, injury concerns. But other than that, mm-hmm. I have no worries for that. But um, another thing, just looking at the preseason overall, I really want Knox in that starting lineup. Like, Can't I know get about Kev, man. On, a, on an interview, yeah, on an interview, something like um, – great players came off the bench or whatever. But mm-hmm. I just think, like, after this year, our young core are going to be starting. I mean, maybe not the point guard, depending on how it goes, but I think RJ's definitely going to be at two. I think um, Knox will definitely be at three, and not and um, Julius will definitely be at four, and, you know, uh, Mitch will definitely be at five. So I feel like as soon as that time comes to trade, 
you know, the Wayne Ellertons, the Michael Morrises, and all the other cats that are on this team, mm-hmm. that there shouldn't really be any more of this. Let's bring players, veterans in that could possibly play that starting role to motivate the young guys. So at this point, we got to, like, put all the time in the young guys. You got to so put all the time in the young guys, man. See, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and pre- appreciate your call, man. I, I just want to move to um, some more callers. So I'm not going to be on for too long, but I, I agree with you, man. I definitely agree. No matter what, you know, the, the focus still has to be on the youth. And we can't, we got to make sure we keep Kev engaged in this. Because you don't know how he's going to be impacted by the inconsistency in playing time. You know what I mean? You, you just don't know how this is going to impact him. So we got to make sure that that we, we keep Kev as engaged as possible. I, I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. But, you know, it, 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 this is just a consequence of having all that money to spend. You had to spend it on um, a couple of guys that are going to factor into the rotation. So we'll see what, you know, where that leaves Marcus Morris. Obviously, you, you got to figure, figure he's going to start. You know, making making all that money, but we'll see. I, I think at some point they're gonna have to make a decision, and if they don't see that they kind of contend for anything, um, get it go, get them going, trade them, trade them, and see if you can trade them to to a contender who's looking for some depth that might you know net you a, a an, an extra asset. So can't forget about Kev, man. Definitely cannot forget about Kev. Uh, salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Night, Knicks. This oh, turn, is turn that down. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Walter Flores is in here. What's going on? Dark Matter says consistency is important for the culture. I'm gonna get to that. Definitely gonna get to that. Very important. Um, back to the phone. Scott from New Jersey wants to talk about the point guard battle. Scott, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, good. What's going on? Um, just to say, Morris is definitely getting traded. Um, yeah, Re- Re- when, uh, when Reggie Bullock comes back, Morris is you know definitely going. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was pretty clear. I, that was probably his deciding factor in it going to a contender with that with that in mind. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I feel I think DSJ has to start. But I really wouldn't be surprised if Elfin Payton started. Like mm-hmm. I would not be surprised just because he's Perry's man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And according and to think, Berman, you know they I, they think that uh, they, there's speculation that Alfred was almost promised to start in job uh, upon signing with the team. You know, take it for what you will, but that 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 was the uh, the scuttlebutt around the beat. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not surprised. But I think Frank. I think Frank will finish the games though. That's like, right. Frank will be on the floor in the la- for the last eight minutes. Yeah. for sure. Then that's the most important thing. Who, most who important thing. Absolutely, bro. Well, well said, Scott. And and appreciate the call, yeah. man. I'm, I'm just gonna keep it pushing because uh, we got another show tomorrow, and uh, I just want to run through these calls. Uh, don't, don't don't intend to make this one a long show, but appreciate the call. He's absolutely right. Yeah. You know, yo, yo. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Yo, just bring up the. Bring up the old, bring up the statement jerseys from last year, the white ones, because I see I see a lot of people killing the new statement jerseys. Yeah, and they are ten times better than the ones we had last year. The yeah. white ones were so trash. All right, appreciate but, it. Man. All right, man, have a good one. Yo. You too, man. Check check you tomorrow, bro. That was uh, my guy Scott from Jersey. Good caller. It, it, it's all about who finishes. Even though, to me, 
you got to have get off to a good start, especially from the starting standpoint. You got to get off to a good start. Um, doesn't mean you just throw everybody out there willy-nilly, but in crunch time, you want your, your defenders out there. You, you want to have your balance, right? Your, your balance of offense and getting key stops. And in crunch time, I think that's when you could switch over to a Frank and RJ, maybe throw ISO in there if you need some offense. Randall, Mitch, you know, Morris, Randall. Depends on what you need. It, it depends on what you need. But it, but it all depends on, on, uh, on, on who finishes is what's most important. You know what I mean? Definitely depends on who finishes. Um, and, you know, when, when I looked at this, this picture with the jerseys, right? When I looked at this picture with the jerseys here, you see Kev, you see Mitch, you see RJ. This is, this is our young core right here, man. This is where it all has to be. The emphasis has to be on this young core. Now, people were trying to start conspiracy theories because Frank wasn't in the commercial. You know, they're, they're trying to push him out the door. The, the, the Frank truthers trying to push him out the door because he wasn't in the, uh, in the commercial. But, I mean, Bobby Portis was in the commercial. What does that say about him? I don't know. ISO wasn't in it, but his jersey was. So, uh, don't look into it that too much, man. Don't look into it too much. The point is... This is our core. And I and I made a comment on the Knicks page. I said, protect these kids at all costs, man. Do not let these kids run into the ground. We have to nurture these kids. The organization has to nurture these kids. Be invested in their development and continue to build the team going forward. There's one thing's for sure. Young Rowan Jr. looks like he is the real deal. Looks like he's the real deal. Starting the preseason off extremely hot. I think he's, I think he's averaging, he averaged about uh, 15 points a game, six boards, four dimes in the preseason. RJ had a, um, had a, great, had a great preseason. Great preseason. And, and that's certainly encouraging for us, man. 15.8 points, 6.8 rebounds, 3.3 assists. He was solid. And so we, we got to be invested in these guys, man. And that's when I bring up the curse of uh, Charlie Ward. The curse of Charlie Ward. Can you believe this? That Charlie Ward, drafted by the Knicks in 1994, was the last Knicks rookie to sign a- another contract after his rookie deal. I repeat, Charlie Ward was the last Knicks rookie to make it to his second contract. Can't make it up. 1994. Some of you guys watching right now, you weren't even born in 1994. So that should show you the mismanagement and how much that can derail your franchise. These kids are important. You have to continue to develop these kids. I'll show you some. Let me show you some examples of, of what I mean. All right, I'll show you some examples of what, what I mean. I'm not gonna go through all these because, I mean, real talk. Some of these guys turned out to be draft busts, and that's part of that's part of drafting too. You got to draft the right player, right? But look at uh, let, let's go here. Trevor Ariza, 2004. They traded Trevor Ariza to the Orlando Magic for Steve Francis. 
to pair him and Marbury together because Larry Brown thought there was the next coming of Frazier and Monroe. Give me a break. You see how that worked out. A reason went on, had a decent career with the Magic, then goes on and helps Kobe get a ring. A glue guy, 3 and D player. A role player, not a superstar, but a player that can help your franchise win games. He's a winning player. All right? Let's take a look at these. D. Lee. D. Lee, I mean, you could argue, you know, was was D. Lee worth keeping over Amari? D. Lee would go on to win a championship with the Warriors, ultimately go on with the Spurs and, and, you know, finish with two of the top franchises in the league. Channing Fry. Channing was a nice stretch for Again, role player. He ends up getting traded for Zebo. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that trade at the time. I didn't I didn't mind Channing at the time. So, you know, you, you gotta draft the right guys, but you have to continue to develop them. And then, you know, at the same time, you, you cannot go out there and trade all your pieces away for nominal or negative gains. And take a look at this. This is a Bleacher Report article back from 2014. We traded the captain in 2001. Right? In that trade, we gave Seattle a first-round pick. Now, Seattle turned around and, and picked Jason Collins. You know, once again, you have to get your draft picks right. But in that draft, they passed over Zach Randolph, Gerald Wallace, Crash, Tony Parker, Gilbert Arenas, the Hibachi, Memedo Core. You know, if the Knicks had their ducks in a row... Didn't trade the captain. These guys could have been Knicks. These guys could have been Knicks. Let's go again down memory lane. 2002. We trade Marcus Camby, Mark Jackson, and the draft rights to Nene to the Denver Nuggets for Antonio McDice and Frank Williams. There was another Frank who played defense that was a point guard that, that we were enamored with back in that draft. Frank Williams. You guys remember him? He didn't last too long, but we had high hopes for him. He didn't last too long. You know, they were so hot after Antonio McDice, who didn't even play the previous season because he tore his patella, comes to the Knicks and plays 18 games. Comes to the Knicks and plays 18 games. You know, and 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 they turn and they turn down the Nay. You go to and that same draft, that same draft, the Nay was picked seventh. And they passed over Carlos Boozer, Louis Scola, John Salmons, he was all right, had a good career. Amari was picked ninth. Again, a lot of times, you know, missing draft picks is 2020. A lot of teams miss out on guys. But the fact is, is that you trade these assets away. You know, the Marbury deal. Go to the Marbury deal. We gave Phoenix two first round picks. And 2004-2010 in the Marbury deal. I loved it. He was the, the prodigal son came home. I loved it. Penny Hardaway is my favorite play. Even though he was broken down by then. I loved it. Not realizing how much you missed. Okay. Phoenix turns around. Picks Kirk Snyder and Gordon Hayward in 2010. Gordon Hayward. Passing over Paul George. All right, the Eddie Curry trade. You had you had Lamarcus Aldridge there. You had Joe Kim Noah. I'm just giving you guys some examples. I know I'm torturing some people in chat, but I'm telling you this to say we have to invest in these kids. 
We have to invest in these kids. Okay? In the Mellow Deal, if you guys remember this, the Mellow Deal, they gave a first-round pick to uh, uh, the Nuggets. Right? That pick turned out to be, end up being Jamal Murray. That pick ended up being Jamal Murray in, like, you know, down-the-road swaps. So, that that's all I'm saying. We, we have to stay committed to building. It doesn't mean that the kids that we have here that we're building with are going to all be stars, right? It doesn't mean that. It means that some, some are going to make it, some will stay, and some... Maybe you got to move on from, but you have to develop them first. You have to develop them first, right? When when we traded Melo to the Nuggets, if you looked on the deal on both sides, yeah, no one really won, right? The Nuggets didn't really go anywhere. We didn't really go anywhere. But the point is, if we would have kept Rafael, Gallinari, Wilson Chandler, particularly Gallinari and Chandler, the two guys we drafted, you put that with a Melo and with a stat, that team could have been much better than they ended up with than having Tony Douglas out there and, and you know, Jared Jeffries and, and Fred Jones and all that garbage that we had out on the court. Right? They could have got, they could have helped us compete a lot closer to the Celtics and to the Heat, who were the hot teams at that time, and the Pacers. Maybe after that point when those guys help you win some more games, maybe then you pair off a Gallinari or a Wilson Chandler to get another piece that can come in. You know, you know what I'm saying? You can't just give up on your young pieces. You can't just give up on your young pieces. You know, look look at what the Raptors did to get Kawhi Leonard. It took them years of developing DeMar DeRozan, who was an all-star player, good player, and they took him, and they took the draft pick that they stole from us in for Andrea Bargnani. And that got them an, an, a superstar in Kawhi Leonard who ends up getting in that chip. So each piece can become a building block. It's not to say that all these young guys are going to just mesh together and, you know, we're all, you know, all these guys are going to be stars. It doesn't mean that. It means you take each piece, you develop them, and becomes a building block. Maybe... Two of the three guys stays, and another two goes for something else that can get you to the next level. That's how you keep building. Not not mortgaging the future to go get Antonio McDice. The most ridiculous thing ever. You got to stay the course, man. Stay the course. You know what I mean? Stay the course. And somebody's chat said you can't you can't compare uh, Raptors development Grady and Mo Pete. You cannot compare Knicks development and Raptors. Yeah, well, it starts now, right? It got to start at some point. At some point, you have to invest in the kids. Finley Herod, London, England zone says Knicks sold assets way too low in the past. Correct. CP the artist. Knicks fans give up too early. Correct. That's what I'm saying, man. KP, you know, that same mismanagement, again, it's three sides to every story, but there's a reason Chris Hopsworth's is no longer a Nick. Again, whether you want to trash him, go ahead and trash him all you want. He should have still been here with RJ. 
with Knox. With the, um, not with DSJ, with RJ, with Knox. He should have still been here with this team. With Mitch. Now we got something cooking. They didn't trust the process. And you can't blame them. We didn't have a choice. Exactly. We didn't have a choice. So that's it. Let me get off my soapbox and get back to the phone. Shane from Jersey's back up. Wants to talk about the point guard rotation. Shane, how you feeling, man? My bad, man. I, I just, you know, these things get me emotional, man. We got we to gotta invest in our guys, man. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, 100% right, man. You was killing me because I've been a Knicks fan <laughs> since 93. I lived through all that. You live yeah, exactly, man. Like, Same right, stop it, stop it. <laughs> yeah, the point guard situation, man, I mean, yeah, DSA need to start. <laughs> Frank back, Frank to back them up. Yeah, but uh, I feel like they got Alfred Payton to um as insurance because of DSJ's back. I, I really think mm-hmm. that it's, like um if, if things don't work out with DSJ, I think he's gonna be starting, and they probably gonna get DSJ out of there if it doesn't work out. Fair point. Because if things don't work out with DSJ, you can't have Frank be the starter for the whole game. So they have to like bring in another guy with more right. experience. Right. No, listen, that's, uh, that's, yeah. that's a but, fair point, man. That's a fair point. I, I agree with you 100%. You just don't know with DSJ. Is he going to hold up? And, and, and appreciate the call, Shay. Um Listen, the thing what I say with DSJ and, and Paris Douglas says he doesn't have basketball instincts, I hear all of the knocks on him. All I'm saying is... I'd like to see, can he shake it? Can they develop him into a a solid player? Because of all three, he has the best ceiling. You can't tell me he doesn't. He has the highest ceiling of all three. So I'm saying I'm invested in that guy who they can potentially bring up. and, 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 you know, he can work on his deficiencies. If he's not, then all right, keep it pushing. But as the guy that you traded Kristaps Porzingis for, I want to see, can they develop this kid? He's only been here for half a season. Can he stay healthy? What type of chemistry will he develop with Morris, with Randall, with RJ, with Mitch? If it doesn't work, you move on. I'm not here to tell you that he, he's not the best, he's not the best uh, uh, pairing with RJ. That's Frank. Maybe even that's Peyton. He's not, DSJ's not the best pairing. But what I'm saying is he has the higher ceiling than all three. So that's where I'm going. And then I'm going Frank. And then like to Shane's point, as an insurance policy, if it doesn't work out, you have you have Peyton here for two years. All right, Peyton could be the backup to somebody. That's all I'm saying. I'm not here to tell you that DSJ's the best fit for what we have right now. That's not it. I'm saying I'm going to invest in him first. And then see where this goes. We're not making. We, to me, we're not going to make the playoffs. So to me, we have to continue in development mode, and that's just where my mindset is. Um, Shane, appreciate the call. Brett's up next. How you feeling, bro? Hey, what's going on? You hear me okay? Loud and clear, man. What's going on? Yeah. So uh, just first off, I love listening to you, JLS Macri, all you guys, man. Uh, Thanks, I live man. out here in Boston for the last 10 years. Ooh, and, uh, hold it down out I'm here, a New Yorker. Man. I'm Brooklyn Flatbush. Okay. What's up? Okay. No, I said hold it down up in Boston, man. But shout out to Flatbush, man. I was born in Flatbush. 
Hell yeah. All my cousins, family still lives out there. So, you know, I, I had my boy out here in Boston, but Boston's great, but I miss going to MSG and the Garden and yeah. Yankee Stadium. But I just want to say I agree with, you know, everything you say all the time on, on YouTube. I'm always watching you guys, and, mm-hmm. and I really i am on the same page with you. Mm-hmm. I just, first off, last night sucked with the Yanks. That Oof, was awful. Rough, but besides rough, that, man, heartbreaking. Um, oh, God. Fuck from DJ and then Altuve. That was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, uh, you know, I think like you say, the investment and all the pieces that we have now. Uh, I, you know, to me, I would have drafted RJ first. You know, mm. I, I like that was my pick. I love that we got him third. I think he's going to be great. I think we have a good young core. I think RJ, Mitch, Knox, Frank, and Randall. Sorry, I'm a little nervous. I've no, it's all right, man. Just take before. your time, bro. All good. All right, cool. All right, cool. So I think RJ, Mitch, Knox, Frank, and Randall is a great core. It's a beautiful core. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Everybody that, that, that hates on Frank, I, I think if Frank stays healthy, keyword healthy, mm-hmm. he's our starter for 10 years, like a Derek Harper. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching when OJ was driving on the highway during the championship. <laughs> like, I know Harper and Mason. I remember Childs and Like, I go back like you. I was born in 1980. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I love those Knicks. I remember going to the Garden and watching Vince Carter kick the shit out of us in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I really think if we keep the core, I think we could build this into an Eastern Conference championship team. I think R.J. Mitch, Knox, Frank, and Randall could take us to the Eastern Conference. I do. Not now, not next year, but three or four or five years from now, if they're together yeah. and still gelling, and work, I think they could take it. Okay. Add a few more pieces. If we keep Morris for three years, you know what I'm saying? We're yeah. drafting good. Um, I just, I like the team, and I think for us New Yorkers, at least what I look for, when I throw on MSG and I'm in Boston and I'm watching my Knicks, if they are playing hard and they're fighting and they're competing on the defensive side, that's all I ask for. And, I, and yeah. I'm okay with waiting. I, I don't need a championship right now. I, I just want to develop like you always say. I want to draft good. And, and I like what we have. I mean, if imagine we kept KP, though. KP looks crazy with Luka. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying not healthy, to watch, man. That's going to be the worst trade I'm trying, I know. I'm trying not to watch, man. And pre- appreciate so the call, bro. Appreciate the call. Sorry to cut, but um, uh, we got a couple more calls in the queue, so I just want to keep running through. And appreciate the support, man. Definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm trying not to watch them Porzingis highlights. I, I can't watch those Mav games. Sorry, man. I just can't watch. I can't watch. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, pre- appreciate the call, Brett. Um, I agree, man. I don't, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't know if this is a finals worthy team, but I'll tell you that we got to be invested in the success, man. We have to be in it for the long term. Keep building the pieces. Like I said, some guys might be here for the future. Some guys might not, but some guy, but the point is you want to be able to take, take those existing assets and get some more. It's just like investing in anything. It's just like investing in anything. All right. You flipping houses, you want to take that return and go get a bigger house. You know, you, you want to take that return and go get some more property, right? You, you buy a three-unit apartment, you, you want to get that get that equity out of there and get that residual income so you can get a 10-unit apartment and keep building. 
until you get until you accomplish your goals. Just like anything else. It's just like anything else, man. Um, so yeah, Breck, appreciate the call holder down in Boston. They're a feisty bunch up there in Boston, man. So, you know, watch out for the natives, man. They uh they got a couple screws loose out there, man. All right, Jamal from Jersey, what's going on? He wants to talk about Fizz and the lineups going forward. Jamal, how you feeling, bro? I'm pretty good, CP. How you doing? Good, good. What's going on? I just, in my opinion, Fizdale is on the clock. I know that it's preseason and the uh, season ain't start yet, but one of the, one of the premises he's here on is player development, and it it kind of blew my mind that you could have Frankie in your building for a couple years, and then he go play for his home country team, and now it's a renewed interest in a guy that you seen play and practice and been around for the past few years. Yeah, all of a sudden it's like, oh, we might got something here. Like yeah. I, I can't figure that one out. But whatever, and hey. I want I want Marcus Marcus Morris on our team for the long haul. This guy is a winning player. Mm-hmm. He's self motivated. He's a leader. He he's like the mold of Mason and Oakley and those those guys that we had on those Knicks teams back then. And every game he played so far in preseason, when he left the game, the whole demeanor of our team and the attitude and, and stuff just it just changes yeah. when he's not on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, like, well, this guy brings a dynamic. Yeah, no, nah, hey, man, a dynamic that you pre- appreciate the call, man. Um, yeah, with Morris, I, I hear you. I hear you. He, he definitely brings that edge to the team that we sorely need. You know what I mean? That's why I didn't. I didn't necessarily mind when he got kicked out that game. I'm showing the highlights right now. I didn't mind it. It's a preseason game. It is what it is. You know, you want to call it bush league, whatever the case may be. All right, you know, but bring that. He bring that toughness. Bring that energy. You know, do that to Kevin Knox in practice, toughen him up, toughen these kids up in practice, you know? And that's what I want to see. As far as his long-term prospects with the team, I'm not so sure. I mean, I'm not so sure. You know, he's certainly going to look for some more uh, stability after this uh, uh, $15 million contract. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see, man. Yeah, my my fault, man. I I'm trying to run through the calls. Like I I know you guys want to have a lot to say. It's hard to uh you know wait for you guys to finish your point. So at some point, you, I just gotta cut. You know, nothing personal. You know, I, I love when Jamal calls in or when any anybody calls in. I appreciate it, but you know, it's certainly just to keep the program running. Um, I just gotta cut so I can get to the next person. So to the next caller, just get right to your point, and then we're gonna move on to the next. So um, soon from New York is on wants to talk about the New Jersey's and the point guard battle. What's going on, man? Yo, what's good? How you feeling, bro? How you doing? Good. I'm doing good, man. I mean, I don't like to see any Dennis Smith Jr. slander. Mm-hmm. It should be a no-brainer to start him unless, like, an injury occurs. Like, he was second team in the all, um, all-rookie team. He, he has the most potential, the most talent at the position. And I feel like they should give him a shot. Even LeBron said it, no knock on Frank, but Dennis should have been adapted to the Knicks. Instead of Frank, you know, but Frank is a great defensive player. I'm not knocking that. But I'm glad we have him now via the Dallas trade, Dennis Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, man, Alfred Payton was a negative 24 plus minus. I don't even think he should start either. They should just give it by default off that. Like <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr. played last year with us. Yeah. I mean, I'm from New York. I live in Atlanta. I'm going to the game. I go to the games and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, that's like the only thing I look at from being from New York and moving. Like, that's the only thing I see. And the Knicks been horrible. The Giants just lost today. I'm like, yo, I'm sick, yo. I need something good to happen. <laughs> so you're not, you're not feeling the jerseys? Yo, you... I want to 
Oh yeah, in a jersey, bro. Take this out. So what do you what do you rate the scale of one to ten? What do you rate the jersey? The new statement jersey. One to ten. I'll say a six, seven. You know, it's still it's still kind of like the regular jerseys, I mean, it, just slight color differations. It, you know, it looked like the one from last year. Yeah, yeah, just it's you know, cool. slight color differences. I, I still like them though. I, I still like them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like them too. Yeah, man. But keep up the good work, man. I watch it. I watch it even though I'm in Atlanta. I watch it. On oh, all the time, man. Hold, hold it down in ATL, yeah, man. man. Hold it down in ATL, man. I, I used to live out right. there, so always got love for ATL. Um, Nate from Rochester, I hung up on you by accident, so you got to call back. What do you guys think in the chat, man? Scale of 1 to 10. Uh, rate those new jerseys, man. What do you guys think? Scale of 1 to 10. How you guys feel about these new jerseys? So to everybody in the chat, once again, if you guys are new in the chat, leave me a hashtag new, and uh, I'll shout you guys out. If you guys are watching the show afterwards, put a hashtag new in the video, and I'll shout you guys out as well. Um, the schedule coming up. Um, tomorrow night, we got Tommy D coming in. He's going to break down, um, some film on RJ Barrett, talk about, you know, some of the plays that he saw that can really get RJ going as the season, uh, approaches and, and so on. Um, Tuesday night, we'll do our bold predictions. We'll do our bold predictions, our season awards, who's going to be the team MVP, the rookie of the year, most improved, so on and so forth. So have a little fun with it before the season starts Wednesday night. Knicks versus Spurs post game live right here on Knicks Fan TV. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you don't miss it. Friday night, Knicks versus Nets. Jonathan Macri from the Knicks Film School will be joining us for the post game show to give his takeaways and take phone calls from you guys. And then Saturday night, hope to see you guys at the Garden. We will be in the Chase Lounge, the Chase VIP Lounge for the Knicks versus Celtics game. Uh, We have one more ticket left. We have one more ticket left for that game. So if you guys are interested, uh, the links are in the um, the video description. Or if I could have my mod, just post that link um, to the website. Uh, the tickets include a ticket to the game, a VIP Chase Bridge with myself, JL, and Nick Time Show, friends at Knicks OmniFan, and 85 Knicks fans. We got two suites. It's a combined suite. It's going to be a crazy free food, free drink. Giveaways and prizes, meet and greet with Knicks alumni. In the past, it, it could be Starks, it could be Spreewell, maybe Larry Johnson. We'll see uh, the day of. Uh, some of you guys are going to be taking free throws on the court. Some of you guys are going to get access to the courtside access to the pregame shoot around. So it's, it's going to be a phenomenal time. And of course, we're going to be live streaming it pregame, halftime, and postgame. So it's a phenomenal package. We have one ticket left, one ticket left. So if you want it, Come through and, and, and meet us there, man. Definitely going to be a great time. So to everybody in the chat, once again, just hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Um, Crystal Pennsylvania is up next. How you, how you feeling, Chris? I'm feeling good, good. And yourself? Pretty good, man. What, what's going on? Man, just a big fan of the show and happy that, I, that I'm able to speak to you guys. I watch you guys every day. I don't mm-hmm. call all the time, but... You guys are like my remedy to go to work, man. Every time I got an hour drive, and I listen to you guys. Appreciate it, man. But uh, but my point is, I got is the starting lineup, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted us to go with Frank, mm-hmm. like at the point guard spot, just because of his defense. Because mm-hmm. if our identity this year is going to be defense, why not start Frank? Because Barrett could play it, mm-hmm. Morris could play the D. And Mitchell Robinson to play the D. And we have Randall there as our scorer. Yeah. And then off the bench, if we need scoring, we put in Dennis Smith. And if we need more defense, we put Peyton. Okay. You know, because yeah. 
the only the only thing I see with with the point guards is that I know in your your show from yesterday you were talking about that you didn't want to see a three point guard rotation. Mm-hmm. No, definitely not. But because we don't have like a you know, but because we don't have any like really good point guards, we should just play them depending on what we need in the game. I think that's what's going to happen. You know, if we're playing all three of you know, and it's, it's the truth because if we're playing all three of them and let's say we need some defense and Frank is doing good in the game, let's put Frank. If Dennis Smith is killing it, we finish the game with Dennis Smith and just keep rotate, rotating it that way until we pull off a trade or something. But at least we see what we got. But yeah. we got to try to win these games. You know, I, I agree, man. Point. Hey, um, good point. Good point. I think that's what you're going to see. I think that's what you're going to see. Honestly, um, whoever they pick as a starter um, going into this, it's really not going to matter because it's going to change. No one Fizdale is going to change. He's going to struggle with this uh, um, all season long. He's going to struggle with it because unless you're going to get consistency from one of these guys on a night-in, night-out basis, it's going to change. And that's why you may see DSJ start the game. You may see Frank close the game. You may see Peyton start a game if DSJ, you know, is in a slump. You may see Frank or DSJ close. It's going to change, man. Definitely going to change. So we'll see what happens. But as, you know, Scott had said, and, and as we had said early, late earlier, it, it all, all that matters is who's finishing the game. And I feel like if, we, if we're going to get into a point where we need defensive stops, we need Frank out there. If it's going to be the point where you see already that Julius Randle, he's going to be trying to take the shot. He's, he's trying to be the guy. You know, we don't need everybody out there that needs the ball. We're going to need people that need stops. And that means I need Frank out there. I need Mitch out there. I need Frank out there. I need Mitch out there to, to close the game. Because you know Julius, he's, he's, you already see, he's trying to be the guy. So, let's uh, let's see how it pans out. But according to Fisdale, you're not going to find out till Wednesday. So, the the wraps will be lifted off the veil on Wednesday. And you guys will be pissed off either way. So, come back here and, 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 and talk about it. Um, salute to everybody in the chat, man. Uh, Khalid, what's going on? Eddie Suarez, Brandon Gurnick. How you feeling? There was somebody in here checking in from uh, from Germany. Bastian Ankenbrand from South Germany, Bavaria. So, salute to you. Sean Brown in here. What's going on? He says, his D in the preseason been the best thing from any of our points unless we're talking RJ. And that's the thing. I mean, you, if you throw RJ Frank out there to close and RJ's defense has been pretty commendable, you have the length out there, you have the tenacity. Frank is going to be a disruptor. He's going to be a disruptor. And and Khalid's saying he can't score. Right. So maybe, maybe you don't start him. Maybe you bring him off the bench and you let him finish. No problem. No problem. You know, maybe un, until he can get a respectable uh, uh, jump shot or a respectable offensive game, maybe you bring him off the bench and you let him finish. That's okay. For, for now, that's that's okay. Um, Gary sings to start G at DSJ most upside. I, I definitely agree with that. Gary Smalley says hashtag new welcome. Gary, how you feeling? Brandon Gernick, Mitch start. I mean, in the beginning, I thought that that was pretty, uh, pretty obvious. But with Portis, um, you know, potentially being a better fit for Randall out there to open the floor up and allow Randall to operate in the paint, which we need. I don't know. You know, you know, Portis, I I still think Mitch is going to start. We have to protect the paint. You're putting Randall and Portis out there. Oof, 
talk about Matador D, they are going to be the Matador. So I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. We'll see. One thing's for sure, man, what, what, we, what we're getting at here and what all the sentiments and everything is alluding to, this is not a perfect team. This is a team that's a work in progress, and it's going to play that way throughout the season. And so we, we just have to, uh, you know, just roll with the punches, man. If you're a fan of the team, just roll with the punches. Uh, Berserker Barrage says hashtag new. I'm not sure if that's a tribute to Wolverine, but salute to you. Got to be legend. What's going on? Checking in from Costa Rica. How you, how you feeling, man? Okay, a couple more calls, and then I'm going to get out of here. Uh, hit that thumbs up once again. Two more calls. We're going to go to Arthur and then Nate from Rochester. Arthur, what's going on? I want you to talk about RJ's development. How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good, bro. How you doing? Good, good. Yeah, man. The comparison of your boy with RJ, man, I swear to God. Dude is, he, he, he is phenomenal. Yeah. He's the guy that's okay with his franchise. Mm-hmm. You can already see that. But they should let him be the point guard. That's just my out of the box thinking. They should let him be the point guard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's I think, on me. I mean, I, I think. He's got, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. That, make, make your point. He's got that Penny Hardaway. He's got that Penny Hardaway, you know, yeah. feel to him. I hate In my opinion. I hear you, man, and, and, and appreciate the call. Hey, listen, Penny was my favorite player, man, not named Jordan. Penny was my favorite player. I would love to see him be a reincarnation of Penny and, and, and you know, succeed past where Penny could have gotten because, unfortunately, he, he was derailed by injuries. Um, I think right now, I think it's something that they're looking at, but maybe it's, it's something that they're not going to rush just yet, you know. Maybe just start him off slow. Being a, point, being a point guard and running the whole offense, that's a, that's a tough job. So maybe it's something that they want to gradually give him that responsibility. We, we, we are seeing it in spurts. He's getting some minutes at the point. Um, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be the long-term solution like that. You know, just, just bring, him, bring him along slow. Bring him along slow. Here, here's part of his development that you like to see. Shout out my guy Spencer Perlman. Follow him on Twitter. It's, uh SK Perlman. He does uh scouting breakdowns. He he was he did our um our draft preview show earlier um this past March and he actually got an opportunity to work for the Phoenix Suns uh war room. He was a draft consultant for the Phoenix Suns. So Spencer's a very bright guy. Um he broke down RJ's shot chart. Um the left side represents the preseason, the right side represents what he did at Duke. And, um, you know, obviously small sample size in terms of what he did in preseason, but I think the most glaring improvement has been in the paint, finishing in the paint. He's 13 and 21 right there inside the rim, Um, whereas at Duke, he was only 50%. And that was one of of the knocks, one of the knocks in the beginning um, for RJ was, was his ability to finish. So, again, small sample size, but I think that's the most encouraging um, is, is right here in the paint is where is he where he's had a lot of success so far at the pro level. So let's see how that uh, translates as he continues going into the season. Okay, final call of the night. Nate, you're the closer, man. What do you what do you want to talk about, Nate? How you feeling, bro? All right. So yeah, uh I'm gonna be real quick. Uh with uh Frank, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the uh, knocks on him is a shooting and um and granted, he's probably one of the worst shooters of all time. Mm-hmm. But nobody on this team can shoot. And uh, if you really look at the numbers, 
something that nobody ever brings up is his free throw percentage is like a 75. Mm. And what they always say about uh, players coming out the draft is the free throw shooting is usually the best indicator of going forward of what the shooting is going to be. Mm-hmm. So 75 is a solid number. So mm. I think if we really stick with them, he could probably develop. And he also has a defense on his side. DSJ yeah. was like a 65. Yeah, DSJ's been Not brutal great, from but... the line, man. Him and RJ, man. Brutal. Yeah, and if Alfred Payton's our starter point guard, I didn't look up his numbers, but that probably means we're not moving forward with anybody going forward. Nah, nah. So I think Frank's not as inept as, like, he can be. Like, there's like we've seen him make shots before, yeah. like, in clutch moments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, Pacers game, Lakers. The Charlotte game one. last so, year. So, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, the free throw percentage, that's something to look out for. You can't deny that. Yeah, but that's all I got. Agreed, man. Appreciate the call, Nate. Um, check you tomorrow, man. Thanks for calling in, bro. That yeah, was so. uh, Nate from Rochester kicking us off. Uh, listen, yeah, I agree. I, I think, you know, the jump shot um, is one of the the easier things to develop, but you, you can't teach the defensive uh, acumen that he has. You, you, can't, you can't teach that. So let's see where it leads. You know, not obviously not guaranteeing any success from him, but let's, let's see where it leads. Um, once again, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. Just a couple announcements, if you guys can bear with me. Um... Most of you guys that that have been regulars of the show know that I've partnered last year with um, Statement Games. Salute to my guy Nick Nick Reyes at Statement Games. Um, It's a daily fantasy prop betting style game, free to play, um, that a lot of you guys have played and have won prizes with. So to kick off the season, myself and the guys at Statement Games, the first game we're going to play is NBA over-unders. NBA over-unders. So for this game and statement games, you're going to pick your top 10 over-unders for the NBA teams. Okay? So you're going to go to statementgames.com. Sign up for an account if you're new. You're going to see NBA over-unders sponsored by Knicks Fan TV. Click on that. Click on proceed, and it's going to take you into the game. All right? It's going to take you into this game lobby right here. Okay? What you're going to do is you're going to pick your your NBA team over-unders. 10 being the most, the most confident, and 1 being the least confident. So let's take the Knicks, for example. If you feel like the Knicks over-under, which is 26 and a half. If you feel like the Knicks are going to win 30 games like I do and you're most confident in that, make that your 10-point selection. So on and so forth. Okay? The person with... Who gets the most right by the end of the NBA season is going to get an authentic NBA jersey courtesy of myself and and uh, statement game. So could be those new statement games, those new statement edition jerseys if you guys want them. Very important when you're playing a game. Make sure you uh, you save your picks. Make sure you save your picks up here. Very important. Make sure you save your picks. All right. So once again, that is the first game that we're going to play with myself and my guys at Statement Games. It's the NBA over-unders. So make sure you go to StatementGames.com or download the app. And, uh, and uh, yeah, play, play the game, man. And then once again, Nick's home opener. Myself, JL Snicket Time Show. All our friends. And you, there's one ticket left. So if, you, if somebody wants it, go get it. The link is in the video description. And uh, make sure you guys um, purchase it. There's only one ticket left, so make sure you purchase it. But stay tuned for more uh, premium fan experiences because I got a big one on the way uh, coming up in a couple months. Uh, Once again, 
Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Salute to all hashtag new. Leave me a comment in the comment section below. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow, man. Tommy D. Nick's film breakdown. See you guys, man. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.